Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to Mystery Bible. We continue our study on Abraham. And we see that Abraham is this man that God had made a covenant with several times, actually. And the last time that we studied, we saw that the sign of this covenant that he made with him about this son being born in his lineage was circumcision. And we know that circumcision was introduced at that point in time. Before that, there were no such thing being done on the planet that I know of. And it was instituted uh, to show a covenant between uh, this man, Abraham, and God. And today that is still practiced and in many different cultures across the globe. And um, But that's where it came from. So we're going to pick up in this gentleman's life, Father Abraham, as he's known. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to pick up in chapter 18 in Genesis, because as I said, I want to use Genesis as the main, one of the main uh, f- place that we uh, look at first, and then we branch off into the other books that are there in history, those books that are there, the book of Jasher, the book of Jubilee, and other um, content um Uh, Josephus, the book of Josephus, and several other books that uh, I utilize to gather information so that you and I can have the back and the full picture of what's going on in this man's life. So that you and I can get an example and see how God moves him and uh, move him around. We know that he's wandering at this time. The land of Canaan, God is showing him all the land of Canaan that belongs to his people that was stolen from them by um, Canaan uh, as when it was thrown lot by uh, Noah and his sons, Japheth, um, Ham, and Seth. And that this land, the land of Canaan, was uh, the children of Israel's land by lot. And they stole it and God is going to basically give it back to them. So we are going to look at this man's life. He is now 99 years old, and he is about to get a visit from God and uh, um, the angels, and then we are going to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. And I had mentioned to you guys that there is a backstory to Sodom and Gomorrah and we're going to gather that from the book of Jasher. So um, I'm excited about this as we begin to move forward into the life of um, Abram, and who is now Abraham. And I talk to you why God changed his name so that uh, faith says that uh, faith is calling those things that are not as though they were. And so people began to call Abram or Abraham who he was he was a father of many nations. He was already that. God called him. God said he would be. So now it is his responsibility 
and Sarah's responsibility and all the people that was around him when they called him his name I believe that was for him to now believe who he was begin to act that way and the manifestation came in the birth of Isaac and we're going to walk through that steps that they took he and Sarah and um but what we're going to look at now at is this man at the age of 99 and um, what was going on in his life at that time and his surroundings. So we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Mystery Bible. We are continuing with Abram, now Abraham, uh, his life, and he is 99 years old. And a couple of things happen at 99. He's actually busy at 99 years old. Uh, he has his visitation from God, and uh, the um, visitation of the angels that came and talked to him, the three men that stood with him. He also had uh, his intercession with um, with uh, for uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, he also uh, moves um, and he goes to Gara and he gets into a little situation there with um, Abimelech, and we're going to talk about that in coming um, uh, podcasts. But this one I want to focus on the um the uh first his visitation and then we are going to talk about um uh, his intercession for sodom and then we're going to go back as well as i mentioned to you that we're going to go and look at the backstory we're going to do a side venture and uh, take a look and see what type of city um sodom and gomorrah was uh, where they were located what were they doing that caused God to um, come down and decide to destroy this place? So we will go and begin our study. We're going to look at um, the. Uh, we're going to start the chapter 18. We, as we mentioned in 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 17, he goes through. They meet with God. The circumcision. Um, of all his men so there were egyptians that got circumcised at that initial circumcision that uh, should really um, break up the jewish um, approach that you know that it's just for the jews and when the situation that paul had to deal with uh, which i told you guys about in the book of romans and the early christian church was trying to bring them in bondage to circumcision but if they understood the word you know that uh, we saw that all of his household and a lot of those household he got when he was with uh, Nimrod um, and so forth and uh, so here we go in 18 and the Lord appeared unto him in the plain of Mer Mamer um, and he sat in a tent door in the heat of the day and this is right after he got circumcised. It was a couple of days after that God came to him. Uh, these men came to him. And um, he was still in pain, physical pain, when they showed up. 
Uh, but here they are. It says, And the Lord appeared unto him. And um, it says, And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself towards the ground. Now watch his response. And we see that it says, Them, them, them. Here, verse 3, And said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. This, my Lord, is a singular um, uh, comment. So he says, let, let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort you, um, your heart. After that, you shall pass on. For therefore are you come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And actually, I'm going to read you guys another um, um, uh, account of this. And actually, they were saying to him, No, uh, just relax because we know you were circumcised. But he insisted and he said, No, I'm going to you know, let, me, let me get up and do this for you. And so they said, Okay, go ahead and do that. So, and so Abram, Abraham, I apologize, now he's Abraham. And Abraham uh, got up um, and they said to him, So do, go ahead and do what you, you said you're going to do. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three morsels three measures of fine meal knead it and make it make cakes upon the heat and Abraham ran unto the head of the fetch a tender calf and and a good and gave it unto a young man he hastened to dress it and he took butter and milk the calf which he had dressed and set it before them and he stood by them under the tree and they did eat and they said unto him where is Sarah your wife and he said behold in the tent and he said I will certainly again singular he said and verse 9 says and they said unto him where is Sarah thy wife and he said behold she is in the tent and the answer is and he said I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard in the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself saying after I am waxed old shall I have pleasure uh, shall I have pleasure my Lord being also old and the Lord said unto Abraham therefore did Sarah laugh why did Sarah laugh saying shall I of a surety bear a child which am old is anything too hard for the Lord at the time appointed I will return unto you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but 
you did laugh. So, um, uh, in verse 17, we see that uh, even Abraham laughed. You remember when uh, they told Abraham that Sarah was going to have a child? It tells us that in verse uh, 17 uh, of chapter 17, And Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is ninety-nine years old bear? And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. So we see that Abraham, he laughed just as much as Sarah laughed because they were looking at the natural realm. They were looking at their ability as far as um, old people or elderly people giving birth. And it's really funny how we look at 99 now in the time of um, uh, Abraham and 99 and, and 100 is considered old, which is in our time. And before that, several generations before that, these men and women were living uh, 500, 900, 700, I mean, all kinds of stuff they were living. And now we see that uh, 199 years old are considered um, old. And I told you guys about that. I believe that on the flood, the, the day of the flood was when really, honestly, we began to see um, the global warming begin because the firmaments broke and um, we see that uh, the age of man started to decrease. And once that firmament broke, the age of mankind decreased rapidly from from 400 to, to 200 to 100. And so uh, this was a result of the firmament breaking, that protection that was upon the earth, over the earth, as I've talked to you guys about before. So we see that um, here in verse, uh, in chapter 18, uh, God uh, uh, visited, visits um, Abraham, and Abraham has this conversation. Sarah overhears this conversation. She laughs, she denies it because she's afraid. And God said, no, um, you did lie. And we watch this couple, which is really interesting to watch this couple's life. Uh, Abraham and Sarah and we see that they do lie a lot in the sense that you remember when Abraham and Sarah went and um, before the Egyptian and he said no she's my sister the king took her took her to, to marry her and um, all kinds of hell broke loose in his life and his household and we'll see that that similar thing um, comes up again in Abimelech's um, life to the point where his kingdom, uh, all the men, all the women in his kingdom, um, got barren as a result of it, of them um, saying uh, the same thing that she is my sister. So we're going to look at these people. So I, I keep telling you guys, the people that we read about in the Bible are regular human beings like you and I. They make mistakes. Nothing's perfect, but God is faithful, guys. He is faithful. And he works with us, even though we're a mess. And that's the beautiful thing about him. He loves us so much that even though we're a mess, that he is faithful to us. So we see 
I'm going to continue and um, take a look at uh, how Abraham begins to intercede on behalf of this place called Sodom. And it starts in 16. And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. So this is the man's name. And so God says to him that um, he will not, uh, he can't hide it from him. And there's a principle that goes through the Bible, that the Bible says, that God says, I will not hide anything from my people, from my prophets. And um, I believe that thread we've seen throughout mankind's days from Adam all the way to here and even beyond that to today because he promised that he would not do it. And why do I say that? He did the same thing with Adam. He came to Adam. He didn't withhold anything with Adam. He came, he brought him to a specific tree and he said to him, this tree right here, don't touch it. There's going to be something that is going to um, happen here. And what I want you to do is not to touch it, because if you touch it, you shall surely die. So God actually, again, he warned his uh, prophet. He said, shall I hide anything from my prophet? And he did not, and he still hasn't. And so you and I uh, need to look at uh, that situation with with um, Adam and Eve differently because God has said in his word and his character is that he's not a liar and so he comes to these people and you and I and he warns us he said the Holy Spirit is here to warn us about things to come and all of these things so we have to be um, attentive and we have the Bible tells us that he speaks to us now in ages and once we study the ages we will understand so he wants us to know it's just you and I have to make the attempt to be obedient or walk by faith and so we had Adam fell he failed his assignment when he came and um, when God uh, uh, make him aware of that someone is coming and he's going to bring you to this tree but when you get to this tree don't touch it so but he as we know the story about that but anyway we see that here God says to Abraham, he says, shall we withhold? He says, no, let's tell him what we're going to do. And um, he says, for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, that they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. So God knew this man. He trusted this man. And he came and um, uh, uh, said, I got to tell him this information. And so he begins to tell him what he was, what he's about to do. And the Lord said, because of the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which is come unto me. And if not, I will know. 
And the three men turned their faces from thence and went towards Sodom. But Abram stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, "So this is why I want you guys. I was trying to single out a few things when I was talking about um, these. Uh, the, the Lord appeared. It says in verse 18, the Lord appeared unto Abraham, and also there were three men along with the Lord that appeared to this man, because here you see." When uh, we see that he said, and he lifted up his eyes and looked unto, and lo, three men stood by him. So these three men were there along with the Lord, and those three, the Bible,、um, we're going to see that those three are archangels, and they are named, and so we're going to talk about that later on. But、um, here he is, and that's why I was trying to single out to you guys. He says, and he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, there three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to the three men, and the tenth, and said、um, to himself,、uh, he bowed down to them and said, "My Lord." And so we see here in eighteen,、uh, we see that the Lord said, "Shall I hide this information from him, seeing that Abraham?" So they were leaving, and.、Um, So we see that the three men continued towards Sodom and Gomorrah, but someone stayed with him. And the Lord said, "Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done whatever." So here God said, "And the men turned their faces thence and went towards Sodom." And Aaron stood, before, and Abraham stood before them, yet before the Lord. And a and Abraham drew and said, "So now he's going to begin to intercede for them. Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked?" And so he begins to now、um, begin his path or his conversation with God to、um, uh, pray for these people to intercede for this.、Um, Town, this village, this this city, that God has、uh, determined to destroy, and so you and I、uh, look at this thing. We're gonna we, we're gonna be right back, but I want you to let's look at this as a little more closely. We'll see that this man's intercession could actually save a entire town, village, city, whatever. Our intercession can do the very same thing today. We'll be right. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy, and with the widest selection of used cars under twenty thousand dollars, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. Carvana gives you control by letting you customize your down and monthly payments. You can browse tens of thousands of cars online to find one within your budget. And you won't get surprised with any bogus fees. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana will drive you happy. Availability may vary by market. Right back after this.
Welcome back to Mystery Bible. We are continuing with Abram, now Abraham, uh, his life, and he is 99 years old. And a couple of things happen at 99. He's actually busy at 99 years old. Uh, he has his visitation from God and uh, the um, visitation of the angels that came and talked to him, the three men that stood with him. He also had uh, his intercession with, um, with uh, for uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, he also uh, moves um, and he goes to Gara and uh, he gets into a little situation there with um, Abimelech and we're going to talk about that in coming um, uh, podcasts. But this one I want to focus on the um, the uh, first is visitation and then we are going to talk about um, uh, his intercession for Sodom and then we're going to go back as as I mentioned to you that we're going to go and look at the backstory we're going to do a side venture and uh, take a look and see what type of city um, Sodom and Gomorrah was uh, where they were located what were they doing that caused God to um, come down and decide to destroy this place? So we will go and begin our study. We're going to look at um, the. Uh, we're going to start the chapter 18. We, as we mentioned in 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 17, he goes through. They meet with God. The circumcision. Um, of all his men so there were egyptians that got circumcised at that initial circumcision that uh, should really um, break up the jewish um, approach that you know that it's just for the jews and when the situation that paul had to deal with uh, which i told you guys about in the book of romans and the early christian church was trying to bring them in bondage to circumcision but if they understood the word you know that uh, we saw that all of his household and a lot of those household he got when he was with uh, Nimrod um, and so forth and uh, so here we go in 18 and the Lord appeared unto him in the plain of Mer Mamer um, and he sat in a tent door in the heat of the day and this is right after he got circumcised. It was a couple of days after that God came to him. Uh, these men came to him. And um, he was still in pain, physical pain, when they showed up. Uh, but here they are. It says, And the Lord appeared unto him. And um, it says, And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself towards the ground. Now watch his response. And we see that it says, them, them, them. So here verse 3, and said, my Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. This, my Lord, is a singular um, uh, comment. So he says, let, let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree. 
and I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort you, um, your heart. After that, you shall pass on, for therefore are you come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And actually, I'm going to read you guys another um, um, uh, account of this. And actually, they were saying to him, No, uh, just relax because we know you were circumcised. But he insisted and he said, No, I'm going to you know, let, me, let me get up and do this for you. And so they said, Okay, go ahead and do that. So, and so Abram, Abraham, I apologize. Now he's Abraham. And Abraham uh, got up um, and they said to him, So do, go ahead and do what you, you said you were going to do. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three morsels three measures of fine meal knead it and make it make cakes upon the heap when Abraham ran unto the head of the fetch a tender calf and and a good and gave it unto a young man he hastened to dress it and he took butter and milk the calf which he had dressed and set it before them and he stood by them under the tree and they did eat and they said unto him where is Sarah your wife and he said behold in the tent and he said I will certainly again singular he said and verse 9 says and they said unto him where is Sarah thy wife and he said behold she is in the tent and the answer is and he said I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard in the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? Uh, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being also old? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Therefore did Sarah laugh. Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but you did laugh. And so, um, uh, in verse 17, we see that uh, even Abraham laughed. You remember when uh, they told Abraham that Sarah was going to have a child? It tells us that in verse uh, 17 uh, of chapter 17, And Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is ninety-nine years old bear? And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. So we see that Abraham, he laughed just as much as Sarah laughed because they were looking at the natural realm. 
they were looking at their ability as far as uh, old people or elderly people giving birth. And it's really funny how we look at 99 now in the time of um, uh, Abraham and 99 and, and 100 is considered old, which is in our time. And before that, several generations before that, these men and women were living uh, 500, 900, 700, I mean, all kinds of stuff. They were living, and now we see that uh, 199 years old are considered um, old. And I told you guys about that. I believe that on the flood, the, the day of the flood was when really, honestly, we began to see... Um, the global warming began because the firmaments broke and um, we see that uh, the age of man started to decrease and once that firmament broke the age of mankind decreased rapidly from from 400 to, to 200 to 100 and so uh, this was a result of the firmament breaking that protection that was upon the earth over the earth as i've talked to you guys about before so we see that um, here in verse uh, in chapter 18 uh, god uh, uh, visited visits um, abraham and abraham has this conversation sarah overhears this conversation she laughs she denies it because she's afraid and god said no um you did lie and we watch this couple which is really interesting to watch this couple's life uh, Abraham and Sarah and we see that they do lie a lot in the sense that you remember when Abraham and Sarah went and um, before the Egyptian and he said no she's my sister the king took him took her to, to marry her and um, all kinds of hell broke loose in his life and his household and we'll see that that similar thing um, comes up again in Abimelech's um, life to the point where his kingdom uh, all the men all the women in his kingdom um, got barren as a result of it of them um, saying uh, the same thing that she is my sister so we're going to look at these people so I, I keep telling you guys the people that we read about in the Bible are regular human beings like you and I. They make mistakes. Nothing's perfect. But God is faithful, guys. He is faithful. And He works with us even though we're a mess. And that's the beautiful thing about Him. He loves us so much that even though we're a mess, that He is faithful to us. So we see... We're going to continue and um, take a look at uh, now Abraham begins to intercede on behalf of this place called Sodom. And it starts in 16. And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. So this is the man's name. And so God says to him that um, he will not, uh, he can't hide it from him. And there's a principle that goes through the Bible 
that the Bible says that God says I will not hide anything from my people from my prophets and um, I believe that thread we've seen throughout mankind's days from Adam all the way to here and even beyond that to today because he promised that he would not do it and why do I say that he did the same thing with Adam he came to Adam he didn't withhold anything with Adam he came he brought him to a specific tree and he said to him this tree right here don't touch it there's going to be something that is going to um, happen here and what I want you to do is not to touch it because if you touch it you shall surely die so God actually again he warned his uh, prophet he said shall I hide anything from my prophet and he did not and he still hasn't and so you and I uh, need to look at uh, that situation with with um, Adam and Eve differently because God has said in his word and his character is that he's not a liar and so he comes to these people and you and I and he warns us he said the Holy Spirit is here to warn us about things to come and all of these things so we have to be um, attentive and we have the Bible tells us that he speaks to us now in ages and once we study the ages we will understand so he wants us to know it's just you and I have to make the attempt to be obedient or walk by faith and so we had Adam fell he failed his assignment when he came and um, when God in, uh, uh, make him aware of that someone is coming and he's going to bring you to this tree but when you get to this tree don't touch it so but he as we know the story about that but anyway we see that here God says to Abraham he says shall we withhold he says no let's tell him what we're gonna do and um, he says for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him that they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him so God knew this man he trusted this man and he came and um, uh, uh, said I gotta tell him this information and so he begins to tell him what he was what he's about to do and the Lord said because of the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great and because their sin is very grievous I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it which is come unto me and if not I will know and the three men turned their faces from fence and went towards Sodom but Abram stood yet before the Lord and Abraham drew near and said so this is why I want you guys I was trying to single out a few things when I was talking about um, these uh, the, the Lord appeared it says in verse 18 the Lord appeared unto Abraham and also there were three men along with the Lord that appeared to this man because here you see when uh, we see that he said and he lifted up his eyes and looked unto and lo three men stood by him 
So these three men were there along with the Lord. And those three, the Bible, um, we're going to see that those three are archangels and they are named. And so we're going to talk about that later on. But um, here he is. And that's why I was trying to single out to you guys. He says, and he lifted up his eyes and looked and lo, there three men stood by him and when he saw them he ran to the three men and the tenth and said um, to himself uh, he bowed down to them and said my lord and so we see here in uh, 18 we see that the lord said shall i hide this information from him seeing that abraham so they were leaving and um, so we see that the three men continued towards Sodom and Gomorrah but someone stayed with him and the Lord said because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great and because their sin is very grievous I will go down now and see whether they have done whatever so here God said and the men turned their faces thence and went towards Sodom and Aaron stood before, and Abraham stood before them, yet before the Lord. And, A, and Abraham drew and said, So now he's going to begin to intercede for them. Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? And so he begins to now um, begin his path or his conversation with God to um, uh, pray for these people, to intercede for this um town, uh, this village, this, this city that God has uh, determined to destroy. And so you and I uh, look at this thing. We're going we're gonna to be right back, but I want you to let's look at this as a little more closely. We'll see that this man's intercession could actually save a entire town, village, city, whatever. Our intercession can do the very same thing today. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. Search for Mystery Bible on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, Outcasts, Radio Public, and many more. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. 